Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Yeah, welcome back, Love Sport Radio. Uh, a little switch up. We've got the Millwall chaps in, Nick and Harry. Uh, good evening. How are we? Good evening, Jake. We're, well, we're good actually. Yeah. Yeah. On the on the back of a fairly uh, moderate, you know, result yeah. last weekend. But no, I was going to say we, we ignore that. We'll avoid talking about football if it's all right for a little yeah, while. Yeah. Can we can we talk <laughs> about Brexit instead? <laughs> we've got two options. We've got two options for you. As I was just saying, we can. We've got the the Spygate derby currently Ooh. happening on our TV screens. The FA Cup replay between um, Southampton and Derby. Yeah. Um, and we've also got on our screen above. Um, some some information about Brexit. Ster- looks like Sterling has gone into like a, a, a heart attack and then has had like a, a Lazarus style recovery. So not not Raheem. <laughs> no, that would be the next Daily Mail uh, Daily Mail headline: Raheem Sterling chaos. Nick writing the Daily Mail's ed- ed- headlines for him versus Dollar, who's an old eighties band with featuring. Uh, Did you Therese for Bolton? <laughs> One for the older listeners there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, guys, um, I actually watched the, the game the other night against Blackburn. Poor you. Yeah, Poor it was. I, and I'd, I'd love to dress it up as anything other, but one of the worst games of football I've seen in, in quite a while. Uh, yep. It's dreadful. It's, it's It's been a very, very dull season, and I, 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 I can't... Do you think? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we see this kind of um, manic comment online about sacking everyone from Harris through to the, uh, you know, the, the tea lady. Um, I, I, I just think it's been a real, um, obviously, downer after the after the, the fireworks of last season. Um, the reason behind that, I, 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 it's just a lack of quality in the, in the squad. I mean, you can't. The game that you watched there, Jacob, I was thankfully on 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 route home from a trip to India, but um, uh, so I missed it. I followed it on Twitter, but you know, it's it, I, I can imagine what it was Nick's like. It's a bock, basically. <laughs> we didn't see the three wins in a row, the returns, even on the plane home, and we play like that. All, all over India, you see this image of like a third eye in your forehead. I, di- I didn't need to see that Millwall game to know exactly what happened. Um, and then obviously the, the late two goals to lose it. I, I know what happened. I wasn't there. Yeah, though. but you don't. You, you can't. 
can't win every game, right? No, no, and no. So, I mean, we're, we're showing that as well. We're, yeah, we're demonstrating. No, but you'd, it. you'd won a few on the on the spin beforehand, so you know, not saying that you know it was coming, or but it's kind of a, a certain degree of kind of realism here. Say, look, actually, fair enough. We've been on a decent run of form. An off day. Well, seven seconds in, when you lose. Tom Elliott to a weird sort of shoulder slash arm yeah. break, which was really a bizarre injury. Which is there an update like, on that? Uh, he may need surgery. He may not. This is a bit like we may leave the EU. We may not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very feng shui feel about this. Um, I, I don't know. But to be honest, I'm not Tom Elliott's biggest fan. I mean, he's growing on me in a kind of cartoon character, bad football player kind of kind of thing. But you know, you love players that try. Mm. Um, At the day uh, in particular, we love a player that tries. Uh, you don't. You don't need skill to, oh, to no. find. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> find the, a career. The will, the will is the way. The will and and the willingness to put yourself on the line and, and get yourself hurt for the, yeah. for the that 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 goes a long, long way. So Tom Elliott gets sort of a free pass from me at the moment because he's kind of like a lovable. I don't know. He's like, you know, you have crufts. <laughs> where's this going <laughs> do you know where this is going Nick? Um, not really no, no it'll be I'm safe going, it's going. Like, it's go on pre- you have crufts I don't think we should have crufts email. I think we should just go to Battersea Dogs Home and do crufts at Battersea Dogs Home so the most lovable stray slash abandoned dog that is Tom Elliott he's the abandoned dog of the football league and Mill have got him and you just want to put him in a you just want to look after him and sort of build him up a little bit and when he's when he's confident which is away from home he seems to have a problem of playing at the den yeah. the away Mill support are more vocal they're more supportive in a strange way a lot of people talk about sort of the atmosphere at a den but it's quite flat sometimes well, it, and it also is. can be quite corrosive for a player that struggles with form i mean he's never going to be um you know a, a, a top pick is he i mean he's, he's always a he's a willing workhorse um and at the den there are there are people that will bring this to your attention quite regularly that you're no good basically and unless you are Banging the goals in, you know, by by whatever method necessary, um, which Tom has struggled on on, on that. Um, there are vocal there are vocal presences at the den that will be as, as as harsh on their own players as they are on any opposition player. It amused me actually, just going on to that. Um, Tony Mowbray was there was a video clip of him complaining, well not complaining, he's laughing because he had the win, but yeah. laughing at the abuse that the away management take at the den, and you know <laughs> that's also dished out to our own players as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's, we, we, that, we that, don't that. discriminate. We <laughs> hate hate generally. It um, is an equal opportunities um, crowd <laughs> hatred, in that way yeah. in, in terms of its hatred. So, you know, Tom, I mean, Tom's the f- in, in a long line of promising players. And I'd throw into that, that you know, as we're on the subject, Lewis Graben, who is clearly, you know, um, is a talent. He may, may have a... Scored, have a, scored goals, doesn't yeah, he? and he may have other personality six issues. six spells. May, <laughs> make him hard work. But, you know, I, I don't think anyone can deny his talent. Uh, but he didn't succeed at then, and he got slaughtered at the, uh, by the crowd because... You 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 must be perceived to be shedding blood for that yeah. badge, and even then you're going to get it. <laughs> so you've got Lewis Graben, right? Over the last few seasons, I'm, I'm not sure of the stats, be sure, but not many people have scored more goals than him in the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've got Tom Elliott. I don't know how many goals he's scored. Probably quite, not, uh, good enough. He's not, yeah. he's not done bad. But would you, you take a Tom Elliott over a Lewis Graben? No, no, no. I'd take a John Marquez over both of them. But, but John Marquez got slaughtered, each, didn't but he? But this is the, this is the problem. Millwall <laughs> have this. The John Marquez thing was a very thing. You've got a Millwall, a strange club that. 
for Marquez as a youngster coming through, yeah. the same similar with Grabham, because Grabham didn't really get a proper run. No, no. He seemingly had a falling out with Kenny Jackett, and Kenny Jackett's quite a strange manager, that if he falls out with you, that's it. There are no second chances with Kenny. Mm. Um, He'd done that at Swansea with a player, I can't remember, a good goal scorer at League One level, can't remember his name, but he'd he done that with him, and then I think might have been Haygard or whatever in his day was like scoring yeah. 20 goals a season then fell out of him and he was never seen again um, but on the grabbing point Leon Knight might have been might have been because like, he was yeah, a good yeah, striker in, in the third tier wasn't he was so I'm going to Google I'm going to have to yeah. carry on talking yeah, yeah, yeah. for Talk whatever reason yourself. but Kenny, Kenny held a grudge <laughs> Neil seems to hold a grudge I don't think Neil holds a grudge I think Neil holds um, what he perceives as a standard of performance and mm. a standard of handling of yourself. And certain players have gone missing, and I will throw Conor McLaughlin into that, although injured at the moment. Would you mention Tunnicliffe? I, well, I, look, I'm not Brian Tunnicliffe's biggest fan. I thought he had a terrible game. It was live on TV for everyone to see. If you can't see what he doesn't give us, I'm not saying he's not a good... His use of the ball, mm. for me, if you pick a ball up in midfield and you're a midfielder, why do you run forward two yards, look up, look side to side, turn and play it to your centre half? That's what I don't... That's bottling it. That is... I don't care if there's not a pass on. The pass on... It's shirking responsibility, isn't it? It it is. He's a very good ball retention player because if you only play it to Jake Cooper all the time he's got no one on him mm. that that makes you look like a good player he's like that's what I don't like about him I don't think people seem to understand my problem isn't that he doesn't put his body on the line he runs up and down and gets about the pitch I can't take that away from him but he's not brave enough for me to be a wall player I want my midfielder to if you're not going to put I don't want you to be Chavi and Iniesta I don't want you to pick, unpick passes I just want you to have the ability to maybe beat a man or if you're not going to beat a man, at least hit one coming the other way. You mm. know, you know, you've got to be one or the other for me, especially in a four in a four mm. in midfield. Which is why, when we've gone four three three in games, which we've won over Christmas, every time we go four three three, play Steve Morrison, the world's greatest underrated winger, <laughs> with all of his pace, we look better because we don't rely on two general, you know, English midfielders that have to play with two. One has to go forward, one has to shield the back four. We don't do that. Jeb Wallace runs past people. That mm. creates space. That gives you... They have to come to you. The other two can sit on the wing and get in the channel. It's pretty... Football's a very simple game, overcomplicated by people spying on other teams and, and other things <laughs> we'll, like we'll come back to that. I mean, we've, we've got the return of Ben Marshall in the news tonight. I mean, yeah. that was one of the, the kind of... Um, late afternoon um, releases. So it's been expected for a little while. I, 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 I like Ben Marshall. I think he'd bring... He's a better, he's, the squad is better for his, for his presence. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. But it's the 4-3-3 three, three thing, I don't know. We're, we're, it's going to be another 4-4-2 four, four, set-up with well, Ben Marshall I, I think, in the team. I think that's underrated. I think he played last game of last season. He played when he was still on loan for us the first time. He mm. played left-back. And I looked at the yeah. against Aston Villa and we won 1-0 and he was the best player on the pitch from left-back. And you sit there and you think... He's left back, he's right back, he's right midfield, he's left midfield, he can play anywhere. He's got such mm. vision of an understanding of football. You know these players that, you know, seem to... 
I don't know. They seem to have another eye. They can see mm. what's going on yeah. around them. We such. It comes such back to quality, and we've mentioned that already, and that's what's been lacking in a lot of our yeah, players. Just, I mean, so the re-signing of Ben Marshall is a quality. Yeah, so it's the strange one with Ben Marshall because I, I remember yeah. United was in the academy, and then he went to Stoke. He was Leicester for a little bit. Yeah, I and think he, yeah. I remember thinking he was a really good player, and he started well, and then kind of fade, faded away. And he's had a few moves since. But technically, a really, really good player. I've always, I've always wondered why he's not quite made a home somewhere. Because I'd say I've, I've always thought he was a really good footballer. Was at Blackburn for a while. Yeah, didn't really work out from them. But I think that was sort it of time. Just, and it's it seems like to the start Vinkies. well and then fades. Yeah, quite quickly for Norwich. Him. He got four appearances. He was at Wolves. He was quite. They were quite happy to go. I think both of us offered a million pounds in the summer or million pound plus. Hmm. Um, he chose to go to Norwich, which you know he went, he went to Norwich for I mean, wages. We, 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 the, I don't know how true the twenty-seven grand a week story is. According to Football Manager no, sources, no. which is what Sky Nick, used. I think that you were here. Do you remember we had the Norwich journalist yeah. on yeah. last time you were here? Um, again, because it says it's a football club and I follow still very closely. Norwich are not paying twenty-seven grand for anyone. They've got sixteen. They've got a wage cap of about 10, 10 grand. Well, even if it's and then and then it's on bonuses, so he's not been earning. Any it's going to be further anyway. along the line than Millwall. And I know, and I agree with that, but sure. I can assure you, it's nowhere near well, twenty seven. I, I know he was on twenty seven at Wolves. I think that's where the twenty seven originally right. come from. So I think the parity at the time he was getting parity payments from Wolves if he stakes. I think they wanted him off yeah. their books anyway. Yeah, but. I don't think they thought they were going to have the season they've had in the People Premier League. People get very emotional, though. When a player leaves us um, going for money, they get very emotional. I, I personally don't blame him. He's, he's got a very short career. He's got to make the best yeah. of that he can. And if he can get another five, ten thousand, whatever it is, on, on mm. top of it, who wouldn't do that? And, and, he, and he would be. He would have been Norwich's first choice right wing back if it hadn't been for this emergence of this 18-year-old Max Aarons yeah. who looks yeah. like an absolute superstar. Yeah. Well, this is you know, Otherwise, he'd be starting week in for, for Norwich who were at the top end of the championship and would be earning good money so then nobody would have been questioning it. So really, the fact that he had such a good loan spell with you guys last year means you're front of the queue and it, it's, it's great news really that you can, you know, you can, you know, take advantage of that unfortunate circumstance for him I'm sure other clubs are interested uh, there's no doubt Definitely. that him sitting on the bench I, I mean there was rumours that Blackburn were interested mm. there's rumours that Ipswich were interested which I think with that do Ipswich if you're looking at the two the two clubs in the situation but Blackburn do they have a chance at the playoffs I don't really think you can write anyone out mm. realistically at the playoffs unless you're sort of where we are and even us, we're not really out of it because you could not win completely 10 games, if you string. You know? I mean, it's unlikely. You got to do another run like last yeah. year. Um, and we've got one element that, that helped to produce that. I mean, we can get George Savile back. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> think and then it's Tim just... Cahill from uh, yeah, from India, the, the, uh, the nursing home wherever he is in, He's in, the, India, in yeah. India. Get him I, back. I think. The, I think the funny <laughs> thing you got to remember is that Ben Marshall makes Jay, Jeb Wallace a better player, and the reason that he makes Jeb Wallace a better player is you can't. You know, if you stop Jeb Wallace at the moment, you nine times out of ten will stop Millwall stop from Millwall. winning. Absolutely. Now you have to deal with two players. Mm. And to deal with two players out of your four back four going and dealing with them, you know, that's when the Silver Fox gets in behind the back. <laughs> that's when Lee Gregory gets chances. One of the chances. reasons that, uh, that, that Jed is so loved and, you know, um, to a degree Tom Elliott less so. Um, but Jed does carry the weight of responsibility on his shoulders. He, 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 he will run himself in beyond the point of... Um, of, of his own ability at, at yes. times. And openly, and openly emotional as well. Yeah. Openly emotionally to yeah. um, to the west, uh, to the east lower. We'll yeah. go over and try and G them up. At, at that little attachment offence. People don't realise that, not in the Premier League, because I think they've been sanitised out of existence, barring a few clubs, mm. but at littler clubs, that little show of emotion can 
swing an atmosphere in a ground completely. That it's identification bit. with the with the players. That's you know, that was one of the reasons why we went on the run last season, and it's it's not been quite there this season, but. No, the, you know, the, the signature of, of Ben Marshall, it's, it's got to be good news. Anyone that doesn't see it as good news... Yeah, absolutely. De- de- ...deluded, you know. H- Harry, by the way, it definitely was Leon Knight. Leon Knight. There we with go. Kenny Jacket. They were there at Swansea at the same time. And, and after Swansea, by the way, career just fell off a cliff. Yes, it he is. scored 19 goals in 25 games. There you go. It's a weird one, wasn't he? If you yeah. follow Leon Knight on Twitter, I'm not sure if you do, he's a... Okay. I think we... Is it Uh uh, Wrongen, um, <laughs> bad egg. Sit on the, sit on the fence there. No, mate. he's entertaining, great value, but I can see why his career um, never took off. <laughs> he, he never quite fulfilled his um his potential. Well, okay, okay, it's quarter to nine. Uh, you listen to the Millwall Fan Show on Love Sport. This program was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Are you fed up with rising bills? A spokesman said is the leading price comparison site that could help you save some money. You could be making big savings on your car, home and travel insurance. Thousands of customers have already saved money for the very best insurance deals and the cheapest energy tariffs on the market. Go to a spokesmansaid.com now. With a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. The Millwall Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. Harry and Nick with us in the studio. Um, Did you have a quick chat about Spygate? Spygate? Uh, I'm a little bit interested in in your chap's take on it. Obviously with Leeds and Derby both being in the the same division Um, as yourself. Marcelo Bielsa has admitted today he's probably been down or sent someone down to to Millwall's training ground to have a watch. How do you feel about that? Points deduction. That's what do you I'm think saying. So? Do, do you think? Do you yes. think so? I, yes. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm his Leeds, so no one likes Leeds, and it's you know, it'd be wonderful if they did get some points deducted. But <laughs> um, let's talk about the rights and wrongs of it. Is if there's, there's probably no rule against it. Well, I, this is the thing. I dare say there there's, there's nothing in place to to say it's not allowed, but I'm sure that they could still sanction. Something. There's probably a, a gentleman's understanding. One of those unspoken training ground is sacred. Yeah. Um, now. I, I, he's he's obviously maybe not part of this 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 gentleman's club that implies that I don't come and spy on your team's training routine. He's Argentinian, isn't he? Well, there we are. Harry's come out and said it. He's, he's gone straight to the heart of the matter. Um, well, they're not exa- they're not exactly known for fair play, are they? But is it is it is it unfair to These come Harry's to... opinions, by the way, and not those not, of Love Spot? Not necessarily. <laughs> no, no, but, but very simple. You know, you look at their football. What's considered acceptable river plate and boca juniors placed in the, the i'm gonna say it wrong copa delazores copa liberatore there they go and one team got glassed <laughs> they cancelled the game three games he's not done times. that he's not done that and they, no it? no but this is this is their culture that everything's accepted it's because different. they never it's sa- different they yeah. never sanctioned the other side they the team that glassed them wins and gets to go to the club world cup nothing said about it this is the standard of of person and acceptability in their football. Mm. So as far as he's concerned, this isn't bad. He's not done anything wrong in his mind, which I don't disagree with, that probably in his mind he's done nothing wrong. The fact of the matter, you hit the nail on the head, 
your training ground should be sacred. Unless we're all going to start sending drones over every championship club's <laughs> training ground, you know. I mean, I, th- I think it's one of these situations that there, there probably isn't a rule against it. I mean, I, I mean, might as well be realistic. I don't think that it's been thought of before. No, and that, that's that's um, the thing. <laughs> now it has been thought of. There probably will be a rule against it. The, the, the Football League troop off to... Um, Tenerife or yeah, somewhere like the wording they? of this rule. <laughs> um, I don't know how they'll come up with something. They'll come up with something. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 be honest. I mean, you can you don't need to spy on another team to really get a sense of how they're going to play. I mean, there's enough uh, video footage. Yeah. You could watch every game of the season. I, I agree, but but top <laughs> managers like Klopp, Guardiola, mm. Mourinho in the past, they make subtle tactical changes that I'm sure. And Frank Lampard said this. And Frank Lampard is you know, the Chelsea connection and West Ham connection, but is a serial winner, has won some big, mm. big, you know, Champions yep. League winner, yep. Yep. record goal scorer, said, because if it's all by luck, then they must be the luckiest managers in the world. No, the slight, luck, no. the no. slight tactical changes, the nuances, what you're saying there, I've just literally been handed this very mm. handily by the producer, um, and it basically says that he come across our three key things, uh, uh, you know, our throwing routines, our corner routines. Mm. Now, mm. you can have 10 or 15 of them. Now, if you know all 10 or 15 of them and you know the secret signals, because there's signals given even if you play on non-league. You mm. know, if he drops the ball three times and bounces it three yeah. times, you know you're going to go back stick or, or whatever. Simple things. But if you know all them tells, then you, you're yeah. just as clued up as but everyone on, else. On, on the flip side, and I 100% like, understand where you're coming from. You know, if I was doing a special free kick routine, corner routine, set pieces, and somebody has watched that, it is of course you know an unfair advantage but at the same side obviously Nick's point here is that there's there's currently not a law in place no. and and Bielsa he's he's a perfectionist he, he he studies everything to the smallest detail and hence why he's a legendary man- manager a- I, anyone in the world of football I says, was, says um... this and and in today's press conference he just drew out all this kind of document of everything he, think, yeah. thing he knew about Derby so, so, and Frank Lampard. To the degree. Exactly. Not, yeah. not necessarily from what this guy has been watching, but this is what he does for every single game. He's, he's, he's a, he studies the game. You know, he, He's yeah. a pupil of it and he loves it. So is there not a certain degree of like, wow, you know, this is really actually quite incredible, the amount of detail he goes into for every game? I agree. However, that's a bit like us turning around and saying, well, what's the difference between me going, I want to play this game on a next to waterlog pitch because I can't play football? That's not so, allowed. What's the difference? Well, that's not allowed. There's a rule. Yeah, I know, but I'm if saying... The, if the ball doesn't but, but, run... But what we're saying is they're both they're both the same thing. They're both cheating, aren't they? They're both... They're both. I know there's no rule, but if, it's like in golf. If you accidentally putt the ball twice, you're supposed to hold your hands up. It's a gentleman's agreement. There is no yeah, yeah, rule yeah. to say that you have to. If you accidentally in, do it in, and get away cricket, with it... If, if you know you haven't caught or the ball's touched the ground, you're supposed to... Well, there's difference in cricket. There's laws and there are rules. And there are two different ones. Cricket has laws and rules. But there's an unspoken... um, In the sense of this being an unspoken gentleman's arrangement that you don't do certain things, um, there's an unspoken expectation you're going to tell the truth in cricket. You know, Mm -hmm. if you know you've not caught it, clearly it don't always happen, but you're supposed to put your hand up and say... um, Yeah. Bad bad call, you know. Yeah, yeah. um, It's hushed. I've got an idea. Maybe we should get Bielsa if he's this good at technological and investing into me. Maybe he can be new Brexit secretary. He can find a new deal. He is Theresa May's backstop. I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be um, 
counsel for the defence. He's done nothing that breaks any rule. So we're talking about points deductions. Um, under what rule? Um, they can't. They, they literally cannot. So that will be number one. No, but there will be a rule win by next yeah, season. You know for be. a fact this is a bit like... Remember when Watford loaned the entirety of their ownership's yeah, group of... Granada and Udinese. Yeah, yeah, and they basically had nine loanees and they went up and everyone said, where can they do this? And then now uh, you're not allowed no, nine I loanees. Don't, I don't think Bielsa can expect a glass of wine after his next um, game with the opposition man. I think he'll be an outcast. I don't think anyone's going to particularly... I don't think he cares. He probably don't care, but well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the effect of it. Um, they can't retrospectively punish you because no. if there's no rule, there's no rule. They can't create a rule and backdate it. To, well, remember, to... the FA, well, the Championship and the EFL are very bad that enforcing their own rules if we remember QPR went up breaking also, they, financial they fair play and then rules, didn't they choose which rules to, to yeah, enforce well, they, well, they um, were supposed to get a points deduction when they come back down I don't think they did did they uh, I, not, I, not that I remember no, no. so no. That, you know you might as well break the bank spend 40 million over the financial fair play go to the Premier League and come back down I've got to admire the sheer depth of and the diabolical intention of Bielsa I think he's a genius it's like a Bond he's a Bond he's like an evil genius Dr Bielsa 200 hours of 200 hours of video analysis that's a week that's an hour that's an hour a week isn't it 22 games and dossiers season something like that why isn't everyone doing it if it's that easy because everyone doesn't have a drone flying over or a man. You know, I've just got this idea. Everyone's got a drone. It's I've 2019, got, I've Harry. got an idea of Paul Gascoigne yeah. in an anorak doing Bielsa's scouting at, at certain clubs. Sort of, are you women? I'm outside. He says here, here's the quote. Um, regarding, this is Bielsa speaking to the, to the press. Regarding what I've done, what I've done is not illegal. It's not specified in the rules and it's not restrained. Sounds like an MP statement, this. <laughs> it's, it's not seen as a good thing. Uh, but it's not a violation of the law. Um, and then it goes on. Um, all the all the wrong things that you do. I'm not done with bad intentions. That's kind of like an Eric Cantona style, yeah. isn't it? You know? yeah, yeah. All when the, the seagulls follow the troller. I'm going to say that again. All the wrong things that you do are not done with bad intentions. That, that, well, that's, that could be my life, actually. That's, that's <laughs> that we're going to celebrate afterwards. Harry, do you want to read this in a French accent for us? <laughs> what, when the seagulls follow the troller? <laughs> that's coming next. <laughs> Love Sport, 558am. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Welcome back to Love Sport Radio. It's the Millwall Fan Show. We're on until 10pm this evening. Jake Watson with you. Uh, we've also got Harry and Nick in the studio. Um, let's go back to Millwall, show. I think we've done Ooh. enough. Or, or, or have you got a spy? You got anything else you want to get off your chest? I think we've... we've um, probably Nick, said it all. I, 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 don't yeah. need, I don't need... You're against it. We, I, I think we can... Yeah. <laughs> We're all against but, it. But, uh, I'm not. I, lo- I think it's genius. I'd like to <laughs> I love raise, it. Honestly, I absolutely love I'd it. I'd like to raise... It's ungentlemanly. last time that it was sort of major news in a sporting sense was, mm. or I sort of know in depth, was McLaren Mercedes spying on Ferrari in 2007. <laughs> 
and Ferrari, mm. for they basically what they did was they yeah. nicked an ex Ferrari employee and told him, "Will you sell us all of your secrets if we employ you?" Genius, and he did, and basically. The FIA, which is motorsports governing body, threw McLaren out of the World Constructors Championship, so they took away all their points and fined them one hundred million dollars. So, I mm. mean, I'd happily fine Leeds a hundred million dollars. Yeah, Sounds that, good. That'd be great. What's that worth in sterling? Raheem, can we go to live ad like depends, from Raheem Sterling? Depends whether Jeremy Corbyn's got an election going on. Just, just one quick one then on them before we do move on. Because you mentioned, look, they've played everyone, mm. right, this season, and Bielsa has admitted yep. they've done it with every single opposition. Do you think they could, and, and obviously we've already, you know, discussed the fact that there is no law. So effectively, he hasn't done anything wrong by the, the laws of the game. If all 23 other clubs said to the EFL, look, we've got a massive problem with this, not happy. Do you think that could force their hand into maybe something like a points deduction? Um, I would think it, I'm not a lawyer. I would think I could, you could challenge that quite le- legally quite quickly. Yeah. And um, there's no rule. Therefore, there's nothing... Because to- they're top of the league as well. It, like, if, if this was Leeds sat in mid-table, I think this would be less of a story. Mm, but the fact I, that they're top, I think it's like, have they been getting an unfair advantage? I think they will create a rule. And clearly, you know, it, it takes you down some dark roads if you pursue this to its it logical conclusion. Why, why can't you Why can't you? Um, you bug the, the opposition dressing room? Why can't you... Yes, I suppose. Um, you know, <laughs> well, there's all sorts of things you Why might... do I feel like the KGB are sitting there listening? <laughs> they, they are aware of our plans. It's funny that you say that. I saw do you remember Gary Taylor Fletcher? Yes. How can I forget? How can we forget, can we forget GTF, oh, mate? God. <laughs> well, Gary Taylor Fletcher. Um, All he, 20 stone of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he tweeted a few weeks, well, just after it broke. And I can't remember who he said he was playing for at the time. But he said, look, they were they were sat in the change room. It was half time. And then the, the, the opponent's kit man fell through the roof. <laughs> but obviously, he'd been given the task of listening into their half-time with, team with, talk. With and then just, he just fell through this polystyrene scene and was like, what is going on here? I think that was the asylum trying to <laughs> gather, <laughs> trying to gather Ian Holloway's faults. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? No, but, I, I, but the point is, again, yes, look, you probably shouldn't be sending someone to hide in someone's bushes at a training ground. But in some kind of degree these kind of things have probably been happening for, for so, so long. It's of just course. maybe a little bit unfortunate. You've also got to remember, and Harry, this, is, Harry's, this has happened. Harry's touched on it with Formula One. The rewards are so vast. Um, winning the championship, getting into the Premier League, the rewards are vast. Yeah, you it's know, you, huge. You, um, you, you, you don't realise. I think from our championship point of view, as Harry knows, I've not long got back from India, out there the Premier League is wall-to-wall. This is a global, huge, incredibly large market and I don't think we, we quite absorb it from our, no. our, our, our viewpoint at times. No, that's true. When you but can sit in downtown middle of nowhere in India and you've got um, Southampton versus you know Huddersfield on yeah, your Yeah, we don't even want to watch that. No. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing and that, but that's that's the measure that's, of what you could gain with this kind of ruthless tactic. Yeah, well I remember Leeds moaned last season about Wolves. About Wolves' yes, they did. structure. Yeah, they, they and said then it, wasn't, it wasn't right that George Mendes was giving them the players, basically. Yeah, so then they went through five managers in three months, like they usually do, and found this guy. Mm. Um, it's, it's incredibly deep prep um, designed to achieve the ultimate reward in football, which is a place in the, the Premier mm. League top table. In the so, money. In, in the huge money, yeah. Um, and a club like Leeds, which is a big club, I know we joke about it, they are one of the yeah, major of names of English football. They, they they would expect to be one of the major players in that Premier League once they can get there. And um, like that's what he's trying to achieve. Club. So I, I, I take my hat off I mean, off they him. are, though. I'd say you, Leicester are a bigger club than Leeds. No. 
I mean, Why? No. What under what? Because of history. What? Because You're of saying history. History, yeah. history makes history. decide. History. It absolutely does. Leicester, Leicester, fine club. I mean, don't get me wrong, but they do not have the, the depth of history. Yeah, no, and I'd, I, I'd agree with that. I think Leeds Don, are the Don Revy. Even me as a Leicester fan, I have to say no, Leeds no, no, are bigger. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, you don't have to be away from that Premier League long to not be considered a big club anymore. If you've not watched football from this country from before 1992, yeah. so the argument is let's talk that you have no idea If you of go history. into the Premier League, the, t- the top teams, the top six in the Premier now, what, Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, uh, Man City and um, Tottenham. Now, if you'd gone back 100 years yeah. in the game, they would have been big clubs back then, so history is everything. Um, you can have a Berry that won the Dublin in 1903 and now languish in League Two. But there's a good reason why the big clubs in the Premier League are the big clubs of, of old because you, you carry this um, the majesty of, 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 of who you are. Majesty so who, United. Who's bigger? Nottingham Forest, former mm. league winners, European yep. Cup winners, st- sell out every single week, big city, big football club. Them or Manchester City? Look, Manchester City are clearly the bigger club because they command the res- or, or resources of um, was it United it Arab Emirates? Is it? I, I don't know. They, they've but, got, but, they, but Leeds, but Leicester are a, a, a global brand, former Premier oh, League don't, winners. Don't, no, not... You've just said that Leeds historically have to be bigger than Leicester, but then you've just said that Manchester City, who have no real history in comparison, it's the to, Newcastle, to, the bar- to Nottingham uh, Forest. Well, well, Newcastle are the prime club for this yeah. debate, aren't they? They're always. Uh, they and to be fair, we could do it for for hours. Yeah, <laughs> do it for hours. I'd I, I say City did did have history prior to the modern era. Um, and, and so so too did Leicester. I, mean, I sound like I'm on, a, on an anti-Leicester role. I'm not. Oh, um, say what you want. <laughs> it, it, no, I don't have any strong views on Leicester. It's, it's, City were a big club, maybe not on the, on, the, on the Euro kind of world scale that they are now, but um, the... the I've lost the plot of what we were talking about in the first place. But these clubs, these <laughs> clubs have grandeur. My, my point, have grandeur. My, my Leeds po- has grandeur. Yeah, but my, my point is is that how many clubs can be actually big clubs up before we just run out of the yeah. term big club? That's almost my argument. Everyone just yeah. bands around. They, you get on phone-ins and people go, big club? Yep. Well, someone's got to be a medium to large club. You can't all be well, a big club. One of the things always people try and dig us out, we're a small club, and I quite, I quite like being a small club. I like to a be small a, club. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have us any other way. I You'd can't rather have 3,000 on a Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah. Against yeah. Wigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I like it. I, just, I can't help it now. I walk into my block and whenever we've got tourists in Tourists. Town, I, t- right. I turn around and go, the Do one. You get g- tourists? Oh, yeah, yeah, football we're, tourists. We're, trip yeah. advisor. We're, we're on, the, on the real London trail, you know. I bet they'd come the ones. Because we're not far away. From you don't have to go far from your, your yeah. tourism, and also you the brewery sl- tour, the brewery tour. But you get a slice of real London, and they certainly get that, don't they? Well, I like how you swear in sort of different languages. It's quite amusing. Um, you know, maybe we should get some kind of the stewards should be trained in multilingual so they can explain what's yeah, going on really in old uh, Anglo-Saxon. So, um, Anglo-Saxon. Language. I think a headlock is head, headlock is kind of multilingual, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of universal, universally appalled. My, Michael Michael Avery's raised us a good. Question, yes, actually. what's Mickey Avery saying? Um, what does the arrival of Marshall, Ben Marshall, mean for James Meredith? Nothing. Um, do you not think so? No. You don't think? You think he's assured in his left back position? Squ- quash that one. Me- Millwall <laughs> play 4 4. Millwall play 4 4. Debate. Millwall, no, <laughs> no, it's not that. It's, it's just sure he's going to force Ferguson backwards into, into the left back position, surely. Which, do you think Ferguson. Because Meredith has not, not, not been on fire this season, has he? Oh, I think he's been unfairly treated. Maligned, yes, I think okay. he's not. He doesn't get. Look, the problem is, is I think that Murray Wallace isn't 
isn't very good um, at left back. Murray Wallace... Very diplomatic. Well, no. The problem is, is I have a problem when you play too many left footers in a side and there is a major issue with this. Everyone loves left footers. They do, but they create you major problems like when you try and turn someone. You, you know, it's like the Scharnhorst. Um, it's... I saw us at Ipswich and for the first 20 minutes, I mean, we all know how bad Ipswich are. Our defence was all at sea. I've only ever seen Millwall. Um, everyone's the looking goal. behind me. Is there a good yeah, goal apologies. For Southampton, yeah, Southampton just scored Stuart Armstrong against Derby. But I was really interested in what you were saying, Harry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. There'll be, there'll be VAR in a second. Do you, want, do you want to hold that thought? We'll, we'll <laughs> regather it and we'll come back to it after the break. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, let's do that. We've all got one and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Are you paying too much for your car and home insurance? Then a spokesman said could help you save on your bills. A spokesman said, is the price comparison site that offers you the best deals on the market for your energy and insurance? And if you're planning your summer holidays, you can also get the best value travel insurance deals too. Go to a spokesmansaid.com and you could be reducing your bills in minutes. With a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Yes, just a few moments ago in this FA Cup third round replay, it's Southampton against Derby. Stuart Armstrong's just headed um, the home side in front, the Premier League side in front. Uh, what was your thought, Harry? Can we remember what it was? Yes. Before me and Rudy. Nick's eye. Well, we, did, we didn't. It, we just our eyes were distracted. Yeah, I sort of saw. It was like basically what I think a lot of people now do when they hear Brexit on the news. They sort of go <laughs> glazy-eyed and blank and look over the person's shoulder politely. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, two, two Harry. It's, it's obviously something. <laughs> it's the Ferguson. It's the Ferguson, the Ferguson vortex. Effect. Somebody doesn't want you to to make this point. Southampton have just scored again. Um, Nathan Redmond uh, just doubled Southampton's lead. So with 20 minutes left in that one, looks like Southampton will be into the next round. That's there. what I believe they call doing a Millwall. Doing a Millwall, basically but, conceding two goals in 60 seconds. Yeah, but so, you, you you left it a lot later though. Yeah, we do that a lot, um, quite quite a lot, quite ridiculously a lot. But we, we were see. debating the place of Shane Ferguson we were. and the, the impact of Ben Marshall. Basically, we? my point was that the left-footing situation in the side mm. means that you have Murray Wallace, James mm. Meredith, Shane, Shane Ferguson and now Ben Marshall. Now, I would guess that Yuri Skalak is on his way out, whether that's permanently or on loan. It hasn't worked for Yuri. don't think... I think he's been ill as well. He was seriously ill. He was hospitalised yeah, um, for a yeah. period of time as well. Mm. After his serious knee injury, I don't know if he's the player that he was before that and it hasn't worked out for him for whatever reason. So mm. I, I don't yeah. really hold it against him. So he's out of the picture. Mill will play 4-4-2. Shane Ferguson isn't a left-back. I don't care how much you try and make him one. He'll, he's a good in a five at the back, which we're not going to play. He's an emergency left back. He's not a, yeah, he's yeah. Not, he's not a first so choice. So I don't so. think, maybe, you know, the one that I really liked from a couple of seasons ago back when we were in League One was Ben Coker at South End. It was a really, really good, sort of had height, had pace for a man of his side. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if his form has completely gone by now. But, you know, I'm sure the recruitment team are looking at these kind of players. But Millwall don't really want to do... I'm getting the sense don't want to do permanent business in January. It's a bad idea to do permanent business mm. in January. Yeah. You pay too much, go to the January sales and you buy 
stuff you don't really need. Do you really need the fifth frying pan? No, and when we've done the permanent business we did last last summertime, we've been unlucky. I mean, Bradshaw obviously busting the um, the club record, yeah, and then definitely. goes and busts his busts his, uh, his knee. So that's just sheer bad luck. Um, Leonard's been all right. Leonard, I find Leonard uninspiring. I'm going to be honest with you, Ryan Leonard. I know that um, I think you get them confused with their boots. This is generally my issue with your. <laughs> so I hear you're standing next to me and you say Leonard, and I'm like, no, it's Tunnicliffe on the ball. There. <laughs> like it just literally is because they're both bland and annoying. I agree, but well, one well, slightly less bland. I mean, is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> If if he was on fire, I mean, I, I could tell a difference between Tanner Cliff and Leonard. If, they, if Leonard was on fire and ripping up the turf with his with his you know shows of of, of dribbling and and the skill and you know blind passing and all the rest of it, but he's been all right. He's been he's been fine. Um, he's no George Savile for me. Um, Savile, we we lost a good quality player in George Savile, and it goes back to the point we made at the start of the show that we have lacked quality. There's no substitute for it. Um, we, we, we we try our best to make up for lack of quality of mill bluster and thun, you know thunder and bolts and lightning, but very, in the end in the end you get caught. And you know I think that's what's happened too many times so far this season. I agree. I'd like to know the stat of when Ryan Tunnikiff plays with either one of his mill centre midfield partners the defeat record. I'd like to know that in out of how many games compared to any other pair at mm. the club, because. Last season, I think it was something like 87% of the time that Ryan Tunnicliffe played, Millwall mm. didn't win. Um, <laughs> so I'm not saying it's all Ryan Tunnicliffe's fault. No, exactly. That's what I am 90%. saying. Uh, it's 87% <laughs> Ryan Tunnicliffe's fault. No, it's a, it's a weird combo. There's certain players, you know, the argument that Lampard and Gerrard could never play together, yeah. mm. that you actually make the other player worse because they understand your game and yeah, you try and do yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened to him. I think Ben Thompson, uh, my ideal midfield, I don't know if it's for you, if I was going to line Mill up in the way that I'd expect us to line up across the middle in a four, would be Ben Marshall left midfield, yep. would be um, Leonard and Williams would be my ideal pairing of the would two. Would you not play Thompson? I mean, having brought him back. I would, but not in the current 4-4-2, but I don't think we will play 4-4-2 after right. anymore. Okay. Maybe after Saturday, we won't play 4-4-2 anymore because... My problem with playing four four two is that you could play three across the middle, three proper midfielders, and play the two wide men of Marshall and Wallace mm. with Lee Gregory's work rate up front yep. and leave Jed to do what Jed does and Marshall to be the little bit more defensive-minded to come back and make it a four when you yep. lose the ball. And I think it gives you options. And we've done it in games now. We have started to see the development of Neil Harris. And we do criticise Neil Harris to the man that tweeted us earlier that we do <laughs> criticise Neil Harris when we think he does wrong. But we think some of you are a little, little bit spoiled by last season. Listeners listeners will need to know we got, we got told off for being safe and As dull. if we're employed by the safe, club. Safe and dull listening because we don't slag off Neil Harris. Harris, basically. Right. I think yeah. that was the gist yeah, of it, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Um, and as Harris said... Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, Nick, you're a very reasonable and, and, and nice man. Okay. Harry, you're not short of an opinion. Yep. I feel like if you did, if you had something to say, both of you would say it. 
yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that, that there's, there's this desire that you only you're only worth listening to if you're screaming and shouting, yeah. calling for someone's head to be chopped. It's the off. Arsenal t- fan TV. I was going to say, otherwise you're listening to the wrong show, aren't you? Well, you're the wrong station. Also, but you're also following the wrong club because you know who are we going to bring in? We're going to bring in Mourinho, sack Neil Harris. Who's going to come in? Um, Could you imagine Mourinho at Millwall? Yeah. just yeah. for the just for the laugh. Mourinho sitting there. No one likes us. No one likes me. No one <laughs> likes anyone. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, he's revel. I think. <laughs> You'd never afford the wages. It's pointless. No. But if you ever did get Mourinho at the, the den, the, the, the general that I'd love to see him turn up to the den on match day with his Harrods bag, <laughs> where he's gone to buy a sandwich and he yeah. gets sort of Sid from the real calf, like <laughs> slapping a load of beans into his tray. It's just. I I I, mean, I I think if you have something to say, then you got to say. It. If you don't, if you can't, all you can do is scream and shout. Then there's no for no great purpose then I don't think that's great listening so um, Carnaby of Ro- Rob of Carnaby Street you might as well tune in to another station mate because <laughs> I, th- I think you're listening to the wrong one my problem, you've been told Rob my, my, my <laughs> problem is and I'll, I'll be honest on that, I'm not a Harris Out Brigader I'm not in that club I understand your points and I understand your concerns my problem. I'm sounding like a sound like your Brexit spec secretary. Yeah, yeah. My right honourable friend. Ha- on Harry's the, the, the Harry, house. just answer the question. The, the, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> member my, for Dagenham East. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Member from member from Romford. Um, basically, it's a st- season of stagnation. But the reason it's stagnated is that, as you said, we have been unlucky with injuries last season. I don't think we had one long-term injury at the club. No. This we got, season, we, got lucky. We, 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 we had a great season in the sense yeah. that we had no injuries. We picked up the run after the new year. Tim Cale come back. It was a positive feel-good. We went on the run. We had an amazing game at Leeds. All these things fell for us. It's gone completely the opposite way this year. We concede late goals. We didn't do that last season. No. We didn't concede any goals, really. No. Yeah. Um, you know, and we nicked the odd goal inside. We scored twice in a minute in Crucial. four consecutive games or Crucial something. Crucial players so, have wobbled. I mean, yeah. Hutchinson's not been the same in, in No, but he's defense. been injured for long periods. Mm. You know, he's been injured for four games, comes back. You know, putting the bins out, he gets injured. I mean, this is the kind of luck we've got this season. You know, it's a it's a very, it's a, it's a valid excuse. Next time the missus <laughs> asks you shit to take the bins out. You know what they say, if you don't want to do it, just do it really badly or hurt yourself. Don't get asked again. He must have got slaughtered at the training ground. Well, they did put a bin bag on his Peg, I, I did bet, say yeah, it was great. Um, it was but you know, you you have to have a bit of luck in football. It's not, you know, it is true. It's separated in moments games of football, and all the the key moments have gone against us. You can't keep being unlucky. There are certain things that we are doing ourselves, but the first time he's had a chance since because of the transfer window to address yeah. some of the issues is now and mm. do you think we've had a bad window so far we've brought back Ben Thompson we've no. brought back Fred and we've brought, um, we've decided to get Marshall yeah. so all we need now is a str- we've signed another centre half Alex Pierce from Derby who sounds a solid he was, I'm not he seen was the, him he was decent yet. really good against Hull yeah, to be he's fair very experienced very championship ball, almost ball playing Millwall okay. ball playing so he okay. actually hit a 45 yard pass on the floor but yeah. it was decent <laughs> he won't last long <laughs> no, no, no 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 Beckenbauer of Bermondsey <laughs> on the floor uh, what <laughs> exactly um, you know maybe we're a striker light but who are we going to sign you know there's rumours of Tom Eaves I'd like to go and sign John Marquez I think it'd be an amazing story yeah um, um, I can't see it happening no because, I can't see it happening but the man has got an unbelievable goal scoring record and again to the boo boys of Neil Harris out there you booed John Marquez out of our club 
you did, you did, and we went and signed a man with a worse goal scoring record than him from the same league, and you're booing him out the club yeah. in Tom Elliott. Mm. So what do you want? Millwall are not going to sign Lionel Messi. Millwall are not going to sign Cristiano Ronaldo. They're not even going to sign. We wouldn't even sign Benteke. Now, you know, this is just not going to happen. Our wage budget doesn't allow this. We are a stepping stone to clubs. It's been proven. Marshall was used as a stepping stone. As did Savile. As did Savile. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Except that when we recycle and sell these players, we have to invest wisely. You can't just throw money at it and expect it to work. And I think... No, I don't want us to be a proverbial small club, but there's perspective to this that we are a small club. We don't. What do we get? Average 13,000? And maybe if some of you do moan on Twitter and don't go to games, turn up every week, we might be able to sign someone that could put radical, the away. Radical talk yeah, for know, the Brexit secretary. It, it, absolutely, it absolutely kills me when people that don't <laughs> go, there's nothing worse than someone who has an opinion of a game that they haven't been to. I, I got, I got uh, dug out on Twitter because I gave an honest opinion. I think, where, where do we go? We got Stoke. Stoke. And um, someone tell, told me off for my view of the game. They weren't there. I was. But I, <laughs> how can you dig me out for my view yeah. of the game? Because yeah. um, I, I think I said something like it was a, a performance, be a fighting performance, be proud of. Um, we got beat there, didn't we? What? I think Reading a perform. You said Reading as well. It was a performance yeah. to be proud of. Well, but in- barring the defensive. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not watching the game, uh, but I can see the score. Um, Derby have pulled one back against Southampton. Harry Wilson has uh, scored for Derby. Again, went to VAR. Every single one, actually, in this game has gone to it. But we've had three goals, uh, about 10 minutes left in that one. Before the end of the show this evening, we're on till 10. We will look ahead um, to your next game. It is against Middlesbrough. And I think these chaps have still got plenty more than want to get off their chest. <laughs> Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. 
We're going to be looking ahead to Mill's next championship game very shortly. Dave Roberts from Red Army TV, a big Borough fan, will be joining us on the phone. There has been another goal, by the way, at St Mary's, and it's an equaliser for Derby. Martin Waghorn, uh, former Leicester, and Millwall. And Millwall. Player. And Millwall. We player. booed him out of the club as well. <laughs> what is it with you guys? <laughs> I think he committed the cardinal sin of being too good. He was quite a good player, so yeah, it was never going to work. It's my curse. I'm too good. I liked Martin Waggle, though. Another left-footed player, Harry. Love left Never have players. too many of them. <coughs> I no. like Martin Waggle. I'd have him back, but I don't think we'll get him back ever again. So. Well, I think Derby paid an absolute fortune for him. Yeah. That five million quid. Yeah. He, I mean, you know, he played, he's a good player, but he's not that good. He, he played for Ipswich and did a job against us, didn't he? Yeah, he did last, last season, season twice. Yeah. So, good player, um, but there we are. That's, that's Millwall for you. There we are. Alex Pierce, though, as you mentioned, coming on loan. He's, he's been around the block a little bit, <coughs> but he's a steady centre-half. Was, was that a position you needed to, to strengthen this month? I thought our defence all season has looked fragile and like a, like a snowflake falling through the, uh, <laughs> the Brexit furnace, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, anything that strengthens it. I've not seen Alex Pierce, so I can't comment on him. But it's Charlton. I watched him. He sounds solid. Yeah. He was very, he was very uh, vocal, which was quite nice to sort of see him. He seems to bring out something very strange in Jordan Archer, a personality. It was very, very un-Jordan-like. You know, Jordan's yeah. normally quiet and seems yeah. to be yeah. only annoyed when it goes in the net. But he, he seems to bring... <laughs> A sense that you need to tell me where men are. You That's need called to leadership, Harry. That's what we've not had in that defence all season, well, in my opinion. We've got we've got a collection of individuals. This at is times. true, but it's almost as as we're waiting, obviously, to go thing. I, mm. I'd be interested to see. You know, what's your ideal eleven? What is your ideal eleven at the moment? With with what we know now, halfway through the season, because it's completely different. Mine is now completely different than what it would have been at the start of the season, definitely. Mm. Um, I suppose it's not not going to be far short of some, you know, the the, the eleven that started. I'm, I, you're talking about um, Archer and Goal, yep. clearly. Um, there's no one else. At the, um, Amos, I think, is injured at the moment, isn't he? Is, he? And, yep. and King, not 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 at all. So Archer and Goal. Then you're going to have um, Marlon. Um, yep. I, I don't see any reason not to start Marlon. Central defence. I'm not seeing Pierce, but I'm going to go with him because it, it, just going by Instead the reports. Of which one? Eh? Of, Instead of. Instead of um, instead of Hutchinson, because I don't think Hutchinson has performed for me this season. Um, Cooper, you can't leave him out because of his aerial presence, and I think alongside the right um, colleague, he's, he's a good defender. I think left to his own device, he's a little bit um, prone to error. Got a little bit of the Anton Ferdinand about him. A little bit of the Anton <laughs> Ferdinand. Then you've got the, the, got the, the left-back position, which is going to be contentious, given some of the, um, the signings we've had recently. I suppose... At the moment, yes, uh, you'd probably have to go with Meredith um, yep. because he's a left back by trade, and that's so that's the back line sorted. In the middle, um, is Williams fit at the moment? Is he, is he, he back? just come back? Um, so I'd probably he'd be a first choice for me, ideally if he's fit enough. Um, alongside him, Len Lendog or um, you know um, Tunnycliffe. I don't. I wouldn't go with Tunnycliffe. Um, Thompson, can he start? I, I might think about Ben. Yeah. I might think about Ben. Oh, I agree. Because what we've lacked is excitement factor, and Ben will bring you... Yeah, Lendog bring... hasn't brought us excitement. No, that's What's the true. situation, by the way, with Ben Thomas? I've been reading lots of things on Twitter. Obviously, you've recalled him from, from Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, uh, am I right in thinking maybe he wasn't overly keen on coming back? No. I is, think is, he... am, I, am I wrong? I think the article was a sort of clickbait article in the fact right. that when after you opened it up he couldn't really turn around and say it was kind of a 
a sort of leading question to say, well, would you mind coming back here? And it was like, well, I wouldn't mind coming back here because I've enjoyed my time greatly. And, you know, but I'm contracted to Millwall and I've got to go back if I'm, yeah. I'm told I'm going back. So the generic footballer answer. Answer, which, yeah. you know, you expect. Exactly. But the fact, I don't seem to think that Portsmouth fans understand reading sort of their Twitter comments afterwards. I mean, he's got man of the match, I think, out of Saints City, like 17 games. He's got man of the match nine times. He's scored goals. He's involved yeah. in everything good that they do. But they seem to be labouring under the idea that he's just another football player. The boy's story is well documented. The death of his brother. The fact that Harris was his favourite player. His Millwall fruit. The fact that his family are season fruit. ticket holders. He's been a season ticket holder. It literally oh. is, you know, uh, Roy the Rovers stuff. He will not leave that football club of his own volition, I no. wouldn't fault, unless it was to go to a Manchester United or a Man City. I'd say. It, it's it's going to have to be for a lot of money, and I don't think the club have got any you know um, view to sell him. He's entitled to have a shot at first-team football, I mean, and that's the reason so. why he went yeah. to Pompey. Will he get that, though, now? Because he's obviously yes. been well, he, he, the top of League One, and he's been playing brilliantly for them. For me, and this is this is going to go out to Rob Carnaby Street out there, yeah. that <laughs> there is nothing, no reason to I'm have to follow him. him. <laughs> unless, unless Neil Harris has got intentions to start him um, and that's why I mentioned him as my one of my choices there's no point it's, it's being unfair on the boy because he's got a career and, and, and Harry's right he's <laughs> yes and no though Nick because Leicester had a similar situation with Harvey Barnes that people have been criticising us for bringing him back from West Brom mm. because he's been playing week in week out you can't promise him he's going to play every game or no. he's going to be starting oh, at I... the end of the day he's Leicester's player Thompson is Millwall's player he's a Millwall also player. if he can Nick. add something to the squad then you know, to, to to hell with Portsmouth for such. You know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But but our, our midfield has been uninspiring for me all season, mm. and there's a reason to so bring, bring him Ben in. back because yeah. he brings yes. dynamism. Uh, I agree. And I he agree. Makes stuff happen. But I'd also like to add to that that fault that if he is to come back, you've got to be very. I'd be scared to put too much pressure on the boy and act mm. like he's going to be mm. some yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. David Beckham Mark Tour or Stephen Gerrard or whatever. The, the Jesus that, of Birmingham. Exactly. You know? <laughs> he can't play, another thing is he can't play in the cup. So do you, Ben Marshall also can't play in the no, cup, by no, the way. No. So, you know, would you play him at Middlesbrough tomorrow away from home in a game that you expect to get nothing and almost treat it as a free hit? Yeah. Yeah, so we've had the, the G's of a Bur- Bermondsey and the Beckenbauer of Bermondsey. It's like, any more before 10pm? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we might have the we'll Burke of Bermondsey. We'll come back to you. <laughs> right, yeah, we'll save that. Right, up next here on the Millwall <laughs> Fan Show, we're going to be speaking to Dave Roberts from Red Army TV. He's a big Borough fan. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Yeah, up next for Millwall, it is Middlesbrough in the Championship. Dave Roberts from Red Army TV is on the phone now. Good evening, Dave. Evening, Jake. How are you? Uh, yeah, very, very well indeed. Um, so Middlesbrough, fifth in the Championship this season. I think many people expected them to be up there. Um, Millwall have had a little bit tougher go of things this time round after just missing out on the playoffs last year. How, how do you go into this one? You're at home. Uh, relieved. Uh, we had a horrible, uh, horrible December. Lost four games in December. We finally started to put some results together back at home. Obviously, put five past uh, Posh in the FA Cup. 
Um, so it's just given us that little bit of a boost. I think for once we're now seeing a little bit of a smile creeping on the face of Borough fans. It's not been pleasant following the Borough over the past couple of months. Yeah, as I say, what, what's life like under TP? Uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> the entire riverside is split. It's a bit like Brexit. You either love it or you hate it. There's not an awful lot of room in between. So, uh, depends which pub you go into on an evening and uh, whether you talk about Pulis or just keep your mouth closed. Uh, what pub do you sit in, Dave? <laughs> yeah, many of them. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you feel about them? Because obviously he has got a reputation, but at the same point, he's also, you know got a track record of, of doing kind of basically what he sets out to to, to, to achieve. Yeah, and that's what we're hoping. I'm a, I was a Pulis fan um, when he when he signed up. I, I knew Pulis from my old media days, interviewed him many times. Um, so when he came, I thought, yeah, right man for the job. We'd gone through the, the Gary Monk uh, episode, uh, testing out uh, effectively an untried manager. That didn't work. That crashed and burned. Uh, so I thought, yeah, that's what we need. But you know, it's not pleasant watching them. I've got to be honest. I've, I've been his biggest critic, though, supporting him when he first came here. I've been his biggest critic in the last couple of months. The football's not great. It looks like there's 11 individuals out there. We don't have a team. But, like I say, it's starting to show the odd sign that it might just be coming together. And it's not a bad time of the season for that to happen. George Saville, yes or no? Uh, no, at the moment, got to be honest, <laughs> I expected more. Can we have him uh, back? <laughs> biggest Look, biggest robbery of history, that was. <laughs> Matey, I've got so many Millwall fans who keep telling me, how much did you give us? Thank you very much. I've got plenty more if you want to throw money at us. But, you signed uh, the wrong one. No. <laughs> Well, come on, guys. What was he like before we signed him? Was he? Was, he was, he, was, he, was, he, he was excellent for us last season, Dave. I, I yeah. thought he was. He was. He was a key player in 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 the run. You know, um, he was. But I think you know. Obviously, you was you signed him sort of on the back of a last season and the performance against you on the first day of the season. And anyone yeah. can look very w- good for one game, you know. I think you got. I think you went for the wrong one. Wallace was the one that you want to sign. I've got yeah, to be was, totally honest. I, well, I mean, eight million pounds for Wallace probably sounds like we would have sold him cheap for me. But um, yeah, Savile with his be... with his history as well because he didn't. Wolves he was at, che- Wolves, he was at Chelsea. We're, we're glad to get rid of him. Didn't work there. He was at Wolves. Yeah. Wolves were happy to get rid of him for. I think he went for like something like eight hundred yeah. grand. I remember to it went a lot. Wolves fans tweets when he went to Millwall saying, yeah. "Good luck with yeah, him." Exactly. Enjoy. And, and he yeah. sort of found his home. And this happened to Steve Morrison with us. You know, there's um, there's a long line of players that find their sort of spiritual home for the den. So to hear him not working out up there yeah. is sort of funny and sad at the same time. You know, I'm <laughs> well, happy we for the money. For both not, of them, didn't he? We, it looked as though we were trying to push. Yeah, join bid. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but uh, look, Savile came off. Uh, it's it's a little bit like the present situation now. Um, I mean, Pulis has been coming out and backing him and saying, look, in the future, this guy's going to be a captain of this football club. So he's trying, <laughs> he obviously realised that the guy was under a bit of pressure. But, um, you know, we are see, he's getting his chance now and we are seeing something of him. A couple of the fans are turning around saying, oh, I like the look of this guy. So, you know, it's not, a, it's not all as bleak as the winter weather up there. I think he's a decent player, Dave. I mean, it was it, you know you don't you can't you can't fake that run that we went no. on. He was he was a critical part in the midfield, and Middlesbrough bought him on the back of, of 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 that run. And you know that player hasn't gone away. It's probably just the, ch- the change of scene. It's the um, you know. It, well, we whole... we had exactly the same with Johnny Housen when he came from Norwich. Um, there is I know we're on radio, so I won't tell you the exact words of the song. But the Johnny House, you know how everybody has a song for. We, we are past player. nine. Johnny House. Producer Paddy, is he allowed he, to? No, no, he's not. He's not. No, I, thought, I thought I'd ask. <laughs> 
Well, the Johnny Harrison song was, <laughs> and, and this comes out at the present day, it'll be coming out at the weekend if he's playing, yeah. is he used to be, I'll bleep that word out, but now he's all right, Johnny Harrison. <laughs> That's the song. Because he had a he had a pretty quiet start and people were questioning, yeah. uh, but he has come good. So, you know, maybe the same for Savile. There's still time. How important is it this year um, with the money you spent? I know obviously it would be thrown at you, you all the time, you know, but how important it is, is it to, to get um, promoted this season financially? Well, let's look at it. I mean, there was a huge amount of money given to uh, Monk to spend and the likes of a yeah. Sombolonga came in at 15 million. It's huge, Forest. isn't it? Mm. But there was a lot of money recouped that season, which a lot of people don't realise. So the net spend wasn't as big as the, the top line numbers that you see. Since then, however... It looks like it's money coming in that's been outweighing the money going out. So whether the chairman's needing to uh, just tie those purse strings very tightly together because Pulis, poor guy, I, I feel sorry for him. He's a couple of transfer windows now. He's gone in with his list and not got a single player on his on his hit list. At one point, I was thinking he might even walk because of the lack of financial support. So, you know, we seem to spend big in, in when Gary Monk came in. It was certainly backed by the chairman, but that money has been pulled in and more, more pulled in than we've spent. So, yeah, it's important. We're still perceived as a big spending club. Yeah. Um, though I, I don't think there's, there's many people on side who would agree with you. If you did find yourself in the pub and say, hey, you guys spending loads of money, you'd, you'd probably get a quick answer and reply. I'd <laughs> probably say that you, you're probably one of the biggest spenders in terms of wages, though. Oh, definitely. Absolutely, you've got to be. So, you know, yeah. I think, and the wages Along really... With Aston Villa. I think that is the big, that's the tell in the championship. I don't necessarily think everyone's big spending or there's necessarily a lot of big spending, but it's the big hitters who have got the wages, you know, yourselves, You're right. Villa, Leeds. You start looking at the difference. I mean, presumably, I mean, we're definitely in the relegation zone of, of wages and that's sort of a bit with our Ben Marshall saga over the summer. You know, you yeah. want the player, but if someone's going to offer double the wages, all of a sudden that, that player has to think of themselves and... It's funny for you to say that you're, you, Middlesbrough are struggling. I mean, if a club of Middlesbrough's size, I mean, the size of the river, the size stadium itself, should, in, in my opinion, make you a top 10 spender. So, you know, um, that's should quite do, worrying. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to, yeah, no, and, and right, I've got to accept the fact that I'm sure Sombolonga didn't switch from Forest to come on the cheap wages-wise. We've got people like Braithwaite, or we had people like Braithwaite, yeah. a World Cup player for Denmark. He's mm-hmm. not, he, he's going to be requesting, you know, quite a quite a bit of cash in his his back pocket. We went for Yannick Balassi. I know Villa pipped us to him at the end, but they had agreed terms, so that wouldn't have come, you know, that wouldn't have come cheap. So you're right. Yes, there is a, there is a certain level of spending when when you talk about the likes of us, Derby, Leeds, um, and and clubs of that ilk. So yeah, desperately important. We do something. Yeah. Um, the chairman was embarrassed a year ago when he said we're going to. We're going to smash this league. That was after we were the, immediately had been relegated from the Premier League. All we did was smash our own end <laughs> rather than anything else. I think it was uh, the Raphael or Fabio. Whichever one you had was the problem. Both of them look exactly the same and I have no idea where they are now. Well, it was Fabio and he still looks like many at Leon, I think. Yeah. I think they signed the wrong one. I think yeah. that's generally the issue. I think Raphael was always the good one though, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's see. Let's see what's happening. Yes, yeah. Dave, look, 
we've got this reputation of, of TP's football. Um, let's be completely honest as well, chaps. Mill aren't the, the easiest on the eye. Are we expecting... Ticky tack, you know, they're demanding this on global <laughs> television, Jake. Are we expecting a real spectacle um, this a, weekend? A, a, a beautiful Riverside. flowing game. Yeah. I'm going up there but, for hey, it. Ed. Oh, that's a long old trip, Matt. Yeah, I know. Enjoy. Hey, I was on the long old trip down there for the first game of the season <laughs> and that finished quite well for us guys, didn't it? Um, well, I, I mean, am, how, many minutes, how many minutes do you want us to play till you can score two this time? <laughs> Well, just play for 88 minutes again, guys. I don't mind if... Uh, yeah. believe, but, uh, it, believe it or not, it's not the first or only time it's happened this season. I think Millwall, I've, I've done it up. I haven't quite got it right to an average yet, but it's ain't like Millwall have played over six minutes of stoppage time, I think 20 times. It's, yeah, it's we, we madness. Play a lot. We do play a lot of stoppage Why time. Why would that possibly be? Because referees feel they're intimidated. It generally is. Yeah. So I do believe the standard of officiating in the championship is probably the worst in Britain. I genuinely believe that because it's only relegated Premier League refs who are automatically not good enough. <laughs> anyway, back to the game. Uh, Dave, do you think, you know, this is, well, uh, uh, let, let, again, let's be Middles will be hoping and looking at this one as a winnable fixture, aren't they? We are, yes. As simple oh, sorry, as that. Boys, but we are. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've just gone to Birmingham and, and, and did Birmingham 2-1. You know, mm. That was on the back of the FA Cup trouncing of Peterborough. Uh, we went to Derby and played really well. Drew 1-1, could have won it. So there's a little bit of belief come in. And, and there are real problems performing at the Riverside. It's because the amount of grief the fans have been putting on the players and on Pulis. They've not been happy with performances and... You know what, as whinging northerners are like, we, we like to tell people who are not performing as the first opportunity we get. But <laughs> So, ha- Dave, know, how, do, how do Millwall go about that? You, you mentioned that the, the crowd and maybe perhaps struggling a little bit at the Riverside this season. How do Millwall go about getting a result then? Well, the same as Rotherham did, can you believe? Uh, we couldn't put Rotherham away at the Riverside, but uh, Villa came to town and turned us over. Uh, Forrest came to town and did a job on us, um, and all they did was they were physical and they got up. They got up, got off from the start, quick start, fast, put us mm. under pressure, closed down the space. If you can run yourselves into the ground for 88 minutes, you've got every chance of doing it. The only one thing I would suggest is just don't let us take the league because the stats are horrific for for teams that let us score first. Um, we've closed out just about every game we've taken the lead, and I think there's only one where we we haven't gone on to get something out of the game and that's that's across something like 60 games it's a horrendous stat if we take the league but that comes back to Pulis being able to park the bus and being strong in defence and that's where we are OK then Dave let's get a score prediction then from you please mate I've got to go 2-0 Borough sorry boys <laughs> right, don't be sorry <laughs> Dave thank you very much indeed really appreciate your time this evening cheers Dave I'll- all the best, guys. Thank you. That was Dave Roberts from Red Army TV. Look, we're on until 10pm this evening. Only 10 or so minutes. We've had Dave's views. Let's get Harry's and Nick's views into this game next. For the fans. By the fans. Love Sport Radio. Extra time, by the way, in this FA Cup uh, replay between Southampton and Derby. 96 minutes played. Hoping for some penalties. I like penalties. You like a penalty shootout, yeah. do you? As long as it's not my team. I've had enough <laughs> of penalty shootouts after the summer. I think I've been scarred for life. Brings back memories. <laughs> Eric Dyle's on. That chair you're on, Harry, I was on top of it. 
jumping up and down when Eric Dyer stuck that way. <laughs> I screamed. One of the best moments of my life. I screamed. It says more about my life than <laughs> the quality there of the penalty. Been, there have been two <laughs> moments, non-Millwall moments, where I've literally reacted like an absolute yeah. idiot. Gerard scoring against West Ham in the cup final. Yeah. One of the best FA Cup finals well, Imagine ever. living in Essex as a Millwall fan against a load of West Ham fans. <laughs> that, that was it. And when Henderson missed, mine shouting don't let him take it don't let him take it don't let him take it as he walks the entire length to then miss <laughs> to go I told you was quite was no vindication for me saying the same to Eric Dyer as he walked up why would you let him take it for him to score so yeah it, it was quite bad <laughs> yeah love a penalty shootout 97 minutes played so look I uh, just had Dave uh, from Red Army TV mm. Nick, you're going to make the trip up to the riverside? I'm going to go up to the riverside. Have you been up there before? No, I haven't. It's one of my grounds I you know, want to visit. Are you, are um, you, are you, do you do the 92 tick-off? Um, I'm, I'm not or close to 92, but I, I, I compiled a list the other day, actually, of grounds yeah. I have been to, and these things you do as a man, don't you? You know, you, you draw up little lists in your book that you you keep. Um, I've never done it. You, I, I mean, everyone, everyone does it, Harry, don't you? Come on in. Harry's got that. a little different black book. I've got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my Tinder black book. Tinder black book. Um, black so, and, uh, No, I haven't Blocked. been. I, I never went to Middlesbrough. I never went to Ayrson Park. And no. I've ne- not been to uh, Riverside. So I thought, no, this is one I'll go up for. So um, I've been away, so I haven't seen the lines for a little while. So this is going to be the first time. With the 92, do you have to, if they get a new ground, do you have to, Take away yeah, I, it changes every year. <laughs> I, I mean, occasionally when I'm on these travels to these far-flung northern outposts, you'll meet someone who says, oh, I'm doing the 92. And I've always wondered, that, well, how do you know? How, how, how do you know that I've not been to Fleetwood? I mean, there's nothing to, to show for it. Yeah. You have or you haven't. Have you been to Fleetwood? No. No. But oh, yeah. it's, it's like a, a matter of honour, isn't it? You know, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, so um, I haven't been to Borough. So, you know, I could pretend to be. I think I've done, I must be in the 20s, maybe maybe higher 20s. Do you know how many I'm up to? I reckon about 50 odd. 60. That's yeah, a good effort, that. Yeah. And that includes effort. old grounds, ones that are now gone. But they, do so, they count, though? Yeah, the so uh, well, if, yeah. would you say, for instance, count Filbert Street and the King Power as two? As two well, as I, opposed I, to just Leicester? I, 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 on my little list, I have like yeah. old, old and new versions. So, I've, um, Southampton St. Mary's been to the Dell. Um, I love pre- the Dell. Previously, um, I've been to I haven't been to Le- Leicester's uh, the Chris Bowl. Um, the Chris Bowl, because <laughs> uh, we haven't played them um, away. But um, no, I mean, uh, I don't get hung up on the numbers. Thing. I'm, no. I'm not doing it to say I've done the ninety-two because I think that's a bit nerdish. But it's, bit, it, it, it's just interesting. S- slightly, this is a bit like the club shop update. I've kind of felt like I've gone down some kind of alternate universe, it was parallel, parallel <laughs> world. Yeah. yeah, this is what I talk about. And well, Michael, Michael's <laughs> got this club shop update every yes. week that yeah. he does so I, I, I was like, every week I didn't know well, it was every, it's, every... it's been every week now ah. since you since you've left us to far away I, I've gone travelling to find well, myself I, I haven't been in I've been listening in I, I, I didn't know it was an every week thing oh yeah it's, ah. it's been it's been amazing do I need to go through some of this yes uh, right okay shall I do that now go on then well, can do. should we do it as a team I'm not, I'm not sure it stands up as an every week thing but as, as, a, as a momentary Right, well, well, not um, like Lucas Ball's ball. Um, amuse Bouche. <laughs> well, we've got a few entries here. I'll take it. We'll take it in turns, yeah? Go Team on. effort? Right, yeah, yeah, okay. Right. I'm first. The Millwall Club Shop Classic, courtesy of Mickey Avery. Uh, this week's big ticket sale item is the ladies' oversized <laughs> t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darling. I bought you an oversized t shirt. Did your wife. No, the oversized is the fashion these days. Is it? Yeah, what you, do I know? You, you, I'm you, too chic. I look for a You join the likes of ASOS and you filter style. You can get the oversized. So it's in, is it? Over- that, is, that is the thing. Is 
is it? It yeah, is. Also, women's jeans Nil are is going, up there with the trend. Women's jeans are going back to how they were in sort of the 90s, so they're going to have the low-rise jean. Oh, I'm going to forget myself out the barking place to see exactly what the people are wearing out barking there. Barking mad. Right, <laughs> so anyway, this lady's oversized T-shirt. Did your wife, partner, sister, mother put on a bit of Christmas bit weight? Of weight? Well, we're 50% off at £10 and being advertised specifically as oversized. Don't feel guilty about getting her size wrong. There we are, £10 oversized shirt. Nick, what's next? Um, we've got a, a black and gold gift bag, which is actually um, actually on sale in the, in the club shop. I mean, this is a real... Um, someone's having a laugh. It's, it's showing on here as £2, but I checked it earlier on the club website. It's actually been reduced still further to £1.50. Serious? Um, but it, it, it is... I'll have one. It's, well, hang on. Hold on there, Jake, oh, Don't, before you catch. get too, too excited. I'll have two. <laughs> it's, it's actually the kind of bag that you would be given in a shop. If you were to go in and buy a... Buy some perfume. You'd be given. You'd be given like a, a, a bag <laughs> Great of little, with a little, <laughs> a little kind of string, kind of handle on on a, on a paper bag. Yeah. It's, it's only saving grace. It's black and gold with mill line on it. And Harry, what's coming up next, well, please? I need to ask you a very important question, and the listeners. Go on. How many pencils are too many? No such thing. Well, well, you no, are, you no number. I tell you what, with the Brexit. World, possibly a no deal Brexit, you can stockpile the pencils you need to survive the nuclear horacles of a no deal Brexit. I'll tell you now, what's your limit? Well, don't delay today. Take the percentage of 50% off and four pack of pencils, two pounds. Oh, each with lions on them. Oh, with lions on them? Yeah. Did you, what, three lions or one lion? One, one mill lion. It's a lion. roaring lion, lion. mate. There it's we just go. a roaring lion country. It's brilliant. Um, uh, one more for you. Um, just how the Vatican used to sell countless amounts of St. John the Baptist's thumb as holy relics. Millwall Football <laughs> Club have Steve Morrison's framed playoff final shirt for how much, chaps? 400 quid for an actual framed playoff final shirt. Um, We're down to our last 200 shirts available. Get yours quickly before they sell out. <laughs> Are we a fan of the, the signed memorabilia? I've got loads of it. I love it. Have it. Do, you like, do you like it? I, but the I, problem I, is, I can't put it anywhere. I have to frame it. You need to frame it. It's just parents' house. You need to get it framed. I've got it framed. Yeah, but this is the important thing. You have raised a good question. What is the perfect time to do it? What what do you do with the show? What what, what kind of? What do you do with it? That is more the thing. It's it's so personal. I've either had a girlfriend who won't let me have it on the wall. No, women won't want football shirts. Or I live in a house where I'm not allowed to put the frames on the wall. So I've got all the more. I can't put them anywhere. Wife or partner in your team's football shirt? Yes or no? I like it. Um, yeah, see, it'd be a struggle is, yeah. to get away. They they tend to like kind of um, you know print what like as a nighty. <laughs> rather no no, but on the wall you know I mean to, to hang, hang Steve Morrison's playoff shirt on the. I thought you were going to say hang <laughs> hang Steve Morrison on the right, guys. <laughs> look, we're running out of time. <laughs> we could do this for, for hours. Very quickly, Harry, Nick, score predictions, Middlesbrough. One uh, wall. Uh, I, th- I fancy us. Yeah, I'm going to go one nil Millwall. Perfect, yeah, clean sweep, yeah. chaps. Been an absolute pleasure. Nice You'll be back with Aaron next week on Friday. Yeah. Thank yep. you, Jake. Love your yeah. stuff. Thank you nice very much, mate. guys. All the best. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.